If you search the scripture, you will never find permission to comfort yourself. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is part three of Stephen Furtick's message about dysfunctional comfort. Here's Stephen. I want to take you to another passage real quick that shows you the devil's strategy. How many of you would like to know the devil's strategy for keeping you defeated? Three of y'all. All right, I'm going to do it for three. Three of y'all. Because Paul writes something in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 that I have always loved as a counseling scripture. When people are going through hard things, I will often share this verse with them because really the whole passage is good, but two verses in particular where it talks about how sometimes when you go through something in your life, you're not going through it for you, but there is somebody who will go through something that will need what you will have after you get through what you're going through, and you will have it to give them. It is the function of comfort. It is the function of comfort. Comfort has a specific function. The comfort of Christ comes into our life not so that we can only be comforted, but that we can comfort others. If you search the Scripture for comfort, you will find many commands to comfort others, and you will find many promises that God will comfort you, but you will never find permission to comfort yourself. What the devil wants us to do is to learn to run for comfort and cover to places outside of our calling so that he can keep us comfortable in our dysfunction so that we will never see our destiny come to pass. When Paul says it, he says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. Well, see, Pastor Stephen, you said that Jesus didn't come to comfort us, and there Paul says that he did, and so I'm going with Paul. Hang on for another verse and see if you still want to sit there and argue with me after I've been all up in these books all week. Verse 4 says, Who comforts us in all our dysfunction? No, see, that's what the devil does. The devil wants to comfort you in your dysfunction until you no longer see it as a problem until it becomes so normal that you can go to church with an evil spirit and take it to lunch and take notes but not take action but Christ came to confront your dysfunction Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father of compassion, who comforts us in all our, give me the verse, all our trouble. All our trouble. Comfort can become dysfunctional when we get it from the wrong place. Some of us have comfort foods. Why are you looking at me? Like you, like you never ate the whole bag. Okay, let me try another route since you're going to be all dietary about this point. Some of us have comfort friends. Here we go. Help me, Holy Ghost. I feel demons shrieking while I preach this word. Some of us have people in our lives 
who are good to us, but they're not good for us. I don't, I don't mean to call you out, but could it be possible that your comfort is keeping you from your calling? That you have put yourself in a space that seems safe, but you are sabotaging and silencing the power of God in your life because you love comfort. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father of all compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles. In all our troubles. You mean God will use trouble to bring me comfort? Yes. And not only that, but God will disrupt my comfort to confront my dysfunction. So when I'm going through trouble, let me be a little slower to ask God to rebuke the devil. Maybe the trouble is the means of transformation. When God calls you out sometimes, it is uncomfortable. Sometimes the way I gauge the presence of God when I'm preaching is by how uncomfortable people look in their seats. I didn't do that when I first started preaching. When I first started preaching, I thought if they clapped, I was doing good. Now I understand. When you squirm, my favorite is when the Holy Spirit has you pinned so up against your chair, and I'm like about to send the medical team to check your pulse. That's when the presence of God came, when you got most uncomfortable. As long as we associate Jesus with comfort, we will miss him because Jesus comes to confront, to confront, not to condemn. There's a difference. Confrontation has the intent and the means to change you. Condemnation does not. God so loved the world, he gave his son, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The Spirit of Christ is not to condemn, but the Spirit of Christ will confront. Confront. And my question today is what have we allowed to become too comfortable in our presence? to occupy space that belongs to God. That man sat in their synagogue week after week, day after day, and the demon said nothing until Jesus came, the, the evil spirit, the dysfunction stayed silent. But the proof of the presence of God is not always comfortable feeling. Sometimes the proof of the presence of God is disruption. Sometimes the proof of the presence of God is that one thing in your life dies so that something else can come alive. I don't think we recognize him when he comes because we don't understand what he came for. But I'll show you one thing. The demons knew more about who Jesus was than the church people did. 
When Jesus spoke, they said, uh-oh, you came to get rid of us. Uh-oh, this is our eviction notice. Uh-oh, this is the promised one. The church people were still taking notes, and the demons were popping Prozac because the demons know the name at which every name must bow, the name at which every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and if he is Lord, fear has got to go, and if he is Lord, darkness back up. And if he is Lord and has the keys of death, hell, and the grave, there is nothing. I think we get too comfortable sometimes with our dysfunction. I do. I think we… The devil doesn't want us to get uncomfortable because then we would change. So he will make it so comfortable for us to be dysfunctional that we don't seek anything different. I don't hear a lot of people get in the baptism tank and say, you know, I got a race. I got married. The ring was seven carats. And I went to elevation. I hear a lot of times where they say, something shifted in my life. I lost something. I, I, I went through something. I, I faced the consequence of something. And at that point, in my discomfort, God used my trouble to confront my dysfunction. So, can I say something to everybody who's in trouble today? This is not just a test, this is a confrontation. This is an opportunity that God wants to use to confront what you have called normal and to call you into something greater. I believe the Spirit of Jesus Christ is in you, and if the Spirit of Christ is in you, greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. So we're going to take 18 seconds and issue the command to every insecurity, to every fear, to every doubt. To every regret, come out in the name of Jesus. I will not become comfortable in the darkness when God has called me into the light. That's what the devil's telling his demons keep them comfortable. Keep them comfortable. Keep them comfortable. Uh, keep, keep them comfortable. Keep them so comfortable that, that what I died to set them free from will take up residence in them. Keep them comfortable. That was Stephen Furtick, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick Dysfunctional Comfort. And you can find out more information about him at his website, Stephen Furtick. Dot com. That is all I have for you today. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.